This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The girl's door is look away hot when you're dating someone else. You dream about flirting with her, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the girl beside you, she might even be the one. Shake in the mirror, surround you, what are you waiting for? If I were you, if I were you, you got the problem, they gonna solve them, take it from me. Just send an email in about your situation. They gonna help you, it's the show, if I were you. Last name Gonzalez. Let the blowfish blow! <laughs> Last name Gonzalez. Gonzalez. So he's putting it in the theme song for us, so we don't have to worry about like how to pronounce his last name. Finally. It's about time. Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah that's Justin Gonzalez, our most prolific he, you just said He said Gonzalez, and you just said Gonzalez. What is it? Sis? He said Gonzalez. <laughs> Gonzalves. <laughs> Sorry, I was so busy not messing up the C being a K. Right. That I Gonzalves is what we used to say. Now it's Gonzalves. Gonzalves. Oh, let's start over. Justin? Justine? Justine. Mm-hmm. Justine Gonzalves. Thank you, Justine. Good to know. <laughs> Appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> uh, that was, an, of course, an Under the Sea parody. Yes. Did we Under ask the for sea. that? No. That, that's not a thing that we asked. It seemed so out of the realm. Yeah, it's so, so specific. So, yeah, it was strange for me to hear it. Why did he want it that way specifically? Uh, I feel like he 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 must have thought of the chorus first, right? Uh, oh, like, that's Under the sea, if I were you. But that doesn't even rhyme. Right, but like it's the same amount of syllables. <laughs> yeah, if, if the podcast was called If You Were Me, then yeah. Under the Sea would mm-hmm. make more sense. Uh, but this is If I Were You, not If, if You Were Me. Uh, advice podcast, only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. Right. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Jake, you're laying down supine on a couch. Back update, feeling better? My back is feeling much better, but it's still a little tender, a little tight, a little fragile in a way. Okay, so we're on high alert. Yeah, like if you're not doing a back exercise, you're not doing a kettle swing anytime. I've done two days of yoga for back pain with uh, Yoga with Adrian. That's a YouTube video? Yes. And how's that? Um, stretches your back? Yeah. Adrian's been taking great care of me these last two days. All right. That's good. Mm. It's, uh, it's like back, light back stretching and stuff. I don't know if this is too much, but I figured we'd do a lightning round episode today. I don't know right. if your back can handle that. Well, speaking of injuries though, didn't, I saw you tweeted last week that you, great question. You were having some kind of leg numbness. Yeah. When I, you never, you ever stand up and you're like, whoa, I stood up too fast or I'm lightheaded or something like that. Yeah. So it's not exactly that, but it's get, it's to the point where I stand up and then I like feel the lightheaded and then it feels like, you know, when you finish jumping on a trampoline and your legs feel like dead? I, yeah, a little bit. So it's like that, but only in my left leg. That's, and then it goes away after a few seconds. That seems weird. So it seems like really, really bad and then it seems fine. So I'm always like, oh shit. And then I'm like, oh, it's fine. And then I sit down for a while. I stand up again. I'm like, <gasps> do you like forget that it's going to happen? Yeah. Or, 
I, I always forget. So it's those. always like when you're getting up quickly, it it happens. But if you're thinking about it beforehand, if you're like, yeah, I'm going to get up now. But getting up quickly is a misnomer. Everyone gets up at the same rate. I can't get up slower. You right. just get up. But I guess you're like not mentally preparing for it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like a it's like, oh, I gotta get up. And, and then it just fades like in and fast. out. Yeah. It doesn't happen instantly either. So I get up and I walk a few sec steps. I'm like, whoa, okay. Oh, this is weird. I'm dizzy. Oh, this is bad. Oh, okay, I'm fine. And then I forget about it for the rest of the day. And you, and never went to, you still haven't gone to a doctor? No. I don't even know how to specifically yeah describe it let alone which doctor a pretty good job with me all right thanks if you're listening and you're a doctor out there also everyone i tweeted about it hoping that it was a common thing like oh yeah left leg numb syndrome or whatever the fuck but uh, everyone was weighing in that it was like oh maybe you have low blood pressure but i checked my blood pressure because my parents have a blood pressure thing in their house yeah your dad is a doctor that's right he fucking know my blood pressure is fine interesting so yeah didn't they say like an iron deficiency too could be that could be an iron deficiency, but my blood test is normal as of like a few months ago. I don't know. I'll keep everybody abreast, of course. Oh, did I ever tell you? Remember last a, a few weeks ago, you were talking about your dish, your uh, garbage disposal being backed up. Yeah, and there was a quarter stuck in there. Uh-huh. The tenant who's living at my house in LA uh, that very next week uh, complained that the garbage <laughs> disposal was broken and it turned out there was a teaspoon in it. Really? Yeah. And it was jammed. And it was jammed. So, what'd you do? Well, I'm not there, uh, but <laughs> Miguel went over. <laughs> and he probably used the tool I used. Yeah, he turned it backwards and he was able to take it out. I asked him too. I, was like, <laughs> I could have done it. Yeah, I know. I should have called you. Whatever you paid him, I would have done it for double. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. It's like a celebrity handyman service or some shit. Well, the people that live there probably wouldn't no, I'm an influencer. So I'd be like, hey, what's up? Let's take a Instagram or whatever. And then I'd monetize it. I could have monetized it. Yeah, how would you monetize it? Like, what did you pay Miguel to fix it? 50 he's, bucks or something? Yeah, it's like 50 bucks. I'd have done it for 100 and I would have posted about it on my Instagram story and I would have tagged everyone there. I don't care. It's really about easy that. to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want you to. For me, I, I, I almost prefer to. to do it in that fashion. Yeah, then you like you because then you get a hundred bucks. Yeah, a hundred bucks, and then I can use I like sort of pimp out my social influence yeah, in a well, way. The guy who's staying there right now is a French soccer player. He has like a million followers. So really, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't care about you. So then I would have done it's it. Giroud. I would. <laughs> Oh, my God. I would have done it for free if knowing it was Zidane staying at your house. He headbutts me away. Uh, all right. So we, we uh, did a call to action on our tweets, our tweeters, asking people for as many questions as humanly possible. We're going to try to answer them all in the next, let's say, 12 hours. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of time, but uh, I don't have anything else to do. Okay. Do you have anyone that stood out to you right off the bat? Oh, yeah. I had... I thought this was an interesting question, even though I don't have an answer at the moment. But, okay. Uh, Logan Morrison asks, what is something you do that you know makes no sense or isn't useful, but you do it anyway? Example, checking your phone, even if there was no vibration or notification. Yeah, that's like a phone addiction problem, not so much a weird superstition that we have. Right, like a tick. I, yeah. have, I definitely have superstitions that are I, weird. Oh, here's a good one for me. Whenever I park, I put on my emergency brake, even if it's a flat land. And that's sort of like not, I don't know if it's an East Coast, West Coast thing, but a lot of people don't use their e-brake unless they're like, it's necessary on a hill. Right. Like I'll park in my carport and it's perfectly flat and I turn on the emergency brake and then I turn my car off. I don't need to do that. No, not at all. It's interesting. I grew up doing that. My parents are always emergency brake people and I've broken the habit. I don't use it. Oh, you don't do it anymore. I think it was because when I got my truck, the e-brake, it's not like just in the console. It's like that's like easy to put up and down. Yeah. It's like a pedal that you have to press really hard and then yeah. like yank this. I like a good thing. hand crank e brake. Right. I don't have that in my car anymore. But how often like, are you riding? Are you like driving your car and be like, oh, the the emergency brake is on? It won't. Yeah, well, I can't even move my car unless it's off. Oh wow! All so right, like cool. I'll start backing up and it just goes. Vroom. I was like, oh right, I left it on. So uh, I, this thing that I didn't even have to have all the time when I'm at home because my parents put their emergency <laughs> brake on like i'll just be like driving the car be like this is driving weird oh right the emergency brake yeah is on. <laughs> just riding with the e-brake that's on. a good car thing that we don't know when the emergency brake is on what does that mean yeah what is what does it look like when i'm cranking it right that is weird and when i'm jerking him off in the car what does it look like when i'm cranking it yeah well you know what that looks like because yeah. you're showing up on all those uh red light camps <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened to me yesterday it was the weirdest thing i was getting into my car license plate head gum and i'm like it's weird that nobody 
has seen this or like if they have, they haven't like put two and two together. Yeah, or like tried to get my attention. And it happened on the way home, right after I had that thought. Somebody was honking at me and gave me a thumbs up. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. But it was so weird that I had that thought and then it happened for the first time. I had a really nice fan interaction in New York City last week. I was just walking from the subway and I was walking and somebody just tapped me on the shoulder. And I turned, and he just showed me his phone, and it was listening to NADPOD. Wow. And then he just gave me a thumbs up and kept on walking. He was holding, it was an audiobook of Mein Kampf, and he gave you a thumbs up <laughs> and kept walking. Um, cool. I think my thing that I do that is that doesn't make any sense uh, is um, I try, I have like a weird tick of like when I'm leaving a, a place for a long time, like if I'm leaving my apartment for a few days, or if I'm like in a hotel room and I'm checking out. Um, I try to look out the. I try to look out the window and have the window be the last thing I look out of in the room, just in case something terrible happens. And you want to die with that image burned in your mind's eye. Yeah, I mean, it almost feels like if I, as long as I see the sky before I leave somewhere, I'll <laughs> the sky in your mind's eye. Uh, what's your favorite meal, Nicholas writes, that your parents cook? Pacek distweet. Okay, two. All right. So my mom, uh, my mom makes these bomb ass calzones. Interesting. Um, uh, and she also does this really cute little thing with the dough where she writes a letter of everybody's name in the calzones, and she takes like specific orders of like wow. who wants what in their calzone. Wow. Um, like because me and Micah like meat in the calzone. Yeah. Uh, the triplets and Hannah like the lot of veggies. Yeah, you know, that's cool. My mom sits me down with a fucking kid cuisine and gives me two options. Oh, I'm sorry. Nuke it or toaster oven. Your mom cooks a lot of food. Does your dad cook anything? He grills. So oh, I would yeah. say my top two are like when my dad makes steak on the grill, which is very good. Mm -hmm. And then my mom makes a very good, again, my favorite food, matzo ball soup. Soup, yeah. Uh, my dad makes, he used to call it broiler chicken. Mm. And I thought that was just like a nickname for it, but it just, he like cooked it on a charbroiler. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I'm not really sure about. Like an oven broils... But what is a broil? Is that like when it's 600 Fahrenheit or something? It's I really hot? Like my oven at home, like when Jill tells me to preheat the <laughs> oven and it's like the two options are broil and bake. And I'm like, both are going to be hot, right? <laughs> what is what broil? Is, like, what is 450? I think it has to do with like if the heat's coming from just the bottom or the bottom and the top. Yeah. Like, but then if it's, it's but heating then, like, the box. What is convection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything seems it's just a hot box or a not hot box. I don't know shit. Anyway, my dad's chicken and my mom's calzone. I love that. My mom that. also makes bomb-ass cookies. <laughs> oh, that's Jake's right. Jake'smomscookies.com, guys. Order yourself a box. <laughs> and a, order yourself a calzone. Yeah, you could do a special request for a calzone. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Jack Shearing writes, is the S or the C silent in scent? Huh. The S. Because it's in scent, like sense. Like a, the sense of smell. Is right. Yeah, yeah but like scent. I think, so then the S must be silent. I don't know. I would say the C is silent. Because it it's like an that. S word to me. But then, well, there's also scent. Like it's both, both versions are scent. I don't know why my argument was that <laughs> scent. That's right. That's why it's a tricky question. Um. I think it's the S and the C make their own sound, and it, it's the same. It's the and and same is spelled S C A M E. I think the S is doing the heavy lifting because it starts with the letter S. And I, I'm honestly done answering that question. There's not really a time when an S is silent. Besides from that, is there? Well, that's a good question. Is uh, there ever a silent, a silent S? S? Uh, psycho. No, that's the P is silent. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I think S's are just are not silent. So C's are C's are the things that are C's are, are silent. C's are silent sometimes. A silent S, huh? Silent S. And now I'm doubting that C's are silent, but sometimes C's are S's. Oh, this is a common question because I searched that and it goes, "Is S or C silent in scent?" Oh, oh whatever, it doesn't what, matter. What's the, is, the, is there an answer? No, there's no answer. It's either one. It's which one you want. Choose your own adventure. Okay. Uh, here's a production question. Yeah. Jeffrey Steck asks, do you fly to LA every week or have you been recording remotely more? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. 
you almost fly every week. I definitely seem to fly every <laughs> other week. Yeah, at the very least, four times a month, I whether fly... you slice it or dice it in a weekly fashion or not. I definitely fly too much. <laughs> Uh, we do record sometimes across the uh, country, but as of now, we're sitting in the same room. Yeah. I'm glad that he can't tell. Right. That's true. Uh, your girlfriend, Avital Ash, writes, fuck, I'm late to this, but have you ever made a bed ever in your life? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a <laughs> funny that she brings that up. I guess it's a source of tension between us and... I can see the relationship <laughs> frayed. It's interesting because... I make I make the bed all the time, but Interesting. I get shit because I don't do it well. Avital does it much better than me. That's what she's bringing up. And I, she does it much more than me because I usually wake up earlier. Right. So last one to leave the bed makes the bed. Totally. And when that, she makes it, it looks professional. When I do it, it's like a teenager's trying to please their mommy. I am trying to please Jill. I'm like, <laughs> if left to my own devices, I used to like not i wouldn't have a top sheet it's just like comforter pillows yeah and that's easy that's an easy bed to make Mm -hmm. you don't have to make it with other kinds of pillows there's throw pillows and how do you arrange them what style i I mean my style was like minimalist just like two pillows oh two pillows duvet and that's it and that's an easy that's easy to make it looks good but now now we've got the top sheet we have a duvet we've got King four pillows, pillow. regular pillows, throw pillows. You got four pillows and then like the fucking, like the, those like big headboard pillows. You also have a bonus blanket of sorts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, at the foot of the bed is just a fucking bonus blanket. Yep, bonus you're, blanket. But now, <laughs> you're never using that blanket, right? In the winter, you could use the bonus blanket. As the bonus, but like all throughout the summer, you're just putting that blanket on the floor. No, in the, the summer, bed. I wouldn't, I'm not going to use it. The, like bon- the bonus the ba- blanket doesn't even show up on the bed in the summer. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know put you it put away. the bonus blanket away. Yeah, put it away. I thought it was a decorative blanket, like the decorative pillows. No. Uh, I'm, well, I mean, it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need it. No. but it's like the some, bonus blanket. It's, but like, I, I think it only makes sense as a decorative blanket when you use it sometimes. So if it's like hot and there's no chance of me using it, I'm not going to like keep it around. It's, it's easy to fold, so it's a nice way to spruce up the bed. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a bonus blanket. You don't need it. How do the chores break up in your household? Uh, it's uh, it's pretty amorphous. The bed thing is standardized. Last one to leave the bed makes it. She makes it more often than not, better than me. Um, dishes, more so me. Cooking, more so her. But again, switching off, sometimes me, sometimes her. Uh, what other chores are there in the world? Laundry. Oh, laundry. That's sort of a team effort. She, I'll like start it and then she'll, cause she folds her clothes in a very specific way that I can't do. Oh, that's so nice. She can fold her clothes and mine, fortunately, but I can't, this is me explaining to her why I never fold her clothes. <laughs> I can't learn your way, babe. <laughs> I, a few, a few months ago, or maybe it was a year ago or something. Uh, but I, I I was like doing a lot of Jill's laundry and I was just like, how do you like to fold your underwear? So like I'll, cause I fold mine a certain way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so like, and she always folded mine wrong. Well. So like she would fold it <laughs> and then hand me like, she'd fold the laundry, hand it to me. And then she'd see me like unfold and refold all of the underwear. <laughs> um, and then I like said, and I was like, what, how do you, how should I fold yours when I, and she was just like, I just like when you do it. Like, oh, so it didn't even matter she, how you did it. No, she just wanted, like, I, f- I do all of the laundry. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's, I Have mean, it it's, out. it's, no, it's nice. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. I like doing the laundry and I don't like cooking. I like doing all of the cleaning stuff, but I do not, I really uh, dislike cooking. What's your, uh, do you ever leave clothes in the dryer overnight or are you in an Insta folder? Um, it, dep- it depends what's in there. If I know that it's like mostly, because it could be a 30 minute towels. obligation. Yeah, I it, sometimes I'll take things that I want to not be wrinkled out, but then you also have like the the wrinkle guard. Yeah, um, does do you think that works? A wrinkle guard. I don't like know. The dryer I've also sheet? I've taken to, more to like hang drying uh, shirts and stuff. Oh, interesting. Uh, so like I t- tend to whatever is in the like j- whatever I've tumble dried can kind of stay in there. <laughs> I'll tumble dry low. I really don't give a shit. I love laundry. <laughs> Why? Because it know. smells good and it's clean after? Yeah, it's soothing. I really like it. All right, got another one? Um, let's see. 
It has to be good. Oh, here we go. James Gnomes right. Are sandals acceptable? Are sandals acceptable? I wanted to wear two things. Two things about me. Uh-huh. Okay. One, you know that I wear uh, geriatric sandals all the time. That's right, even at home. I don't travel without them. You can't walk barefoot. The, no, it hurts too much. Uh, I wear a geriatric. They're kind of like Crocs, except they're a little less offensive. They're still pretty offensive. Uh, they're called UFOs. Mm. And I wear UFOs at home like and UFOs? abroad. And, <laughs> yeah. But do you wear them out and about? Um would you wear jeans and UFOs to a no. party? No. But if I, like, in Nantucket, when I'm, like, just going to the beach, I would wear my bathing suit and UFOs. Mm. Um, I think sandals are... I don't like thinking of sandals as n- not acceptable. Because, like, I, I'm a big fan of dre- dressing for the weather. I think they're good in the daytime. And then if it's really hot at night still, it's got to be like a beach vibe. Yeah. If it's hot, you can wear sandals. Like no one's going to require, no one should require you to wear. Do you have to be close to an ocean? No. If it's hot, absolutely not. You you're in Nebraska and it's 90 degrees. You're wearing sandals yeah. at night. I would wear, if it was 90 degrees and if it was muggy, I would wear sandals. Ufos? I might have to. <laughs> I also wanted my, this was the other thing. I wanted my fall fashion to be. Birkenstocks with wool socks. Like, <laughs> I mean, if it rhymes, it's back like back to high school. That's what I used to wear in high school when I was like a little hippie. Wait, you'd wear Birkenstocks and socks to work to school? Yeah. <laughs> Is that like what if it's like raining? Then the socks get wet. No, it's more like an autumn look. Got it. You wouldn't wear it in the rain. So jeans, white socks, Burks. Um, they wouldn't be like white socks. It'd be like gray socks. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Gray socks, brown Burks. That's I want that to be my autumn look, but uh, Birkenstocks aren't that comfortable on my broken ass feet. What about Birkin socks? So that's, it's socks they that come have a leather strap. That's interesting. Birkin socks. I think I think sandals are great. Tevas. Oh yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking Velcro Teva. You would never wear sandals. I don't really wear sandals. No. I don't. I hardly wear flip flops at all. I find them like too loose. I don't yeah. know if it's the shape of my foot or whatever. They'll fly off me. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen you do, like one of the biggest disparities between us is when we were in Portugal and you, we went to that Nike store, you wanted new shoes and you tried on a pair. They were a half size too big. You asked for the next size down <laughs> yeah. and they were like, uh, this is the only size we have. And you're like, okay. And you just bought them. Yeah. I'll take and them anyway. That is, I threw my other shoes away. That is insane <laughs> to me. Like, it wouldn't fit you or it would, like, eat you alive. It would eat me alive that I just, like, had (laughs) shoes that didn't quite fit right. Maybe I'm in between sizes and it didn't quite matter. It just, But, like, that's that's crazy. Even, like, not being able to verify for sure, (laughs) I wouldn't have bought that. Is it because of your feet problem, your very specific feet issues? No, it's because I'm just, like, hyper aware of how things, like, fit in general. But, like, even, like, pants, like, oh, sometimes I'm a 31, sometimes I'm a 30. You don't find that to be the case? I do, but, like, if... For that reason, I will most of the time order a 31 and a 32 and then send back the one that I don't like. Or if I'm shopping in the store (laughs) and I only can try on like one size, I wouldn't get the size that I I wasn't positive that I was. I was positive that I was an 11 and a half for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, you got a lot of room in the toe thumb area. Whatever. (laughs) I do like the throwing away of the shoes. Or like the dis- instant discarding of the old. Yeah, shoes. that's one of my one of the best feelings. I think is like destroying a pair of Vans, buying a new pair, and putting the old pair into the into the new box, <laughs> and like throwing that away. Are you, you know? supposed to donate those if it's a really old nasty shoe? No, I don't think you can donate and an old ass pair of Vans. At the Nike store, they have like the recycling shoe thing. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good look. Uh, one more before the break. Okay. Um, John George, should we answer his? Okay. I know you guys aren't really fantasy football experts or whatever, but who should I start this week, Will (laughs) Fuller or DJ Moore? Have you played fantasy football ever? No, I'm actually about to join the uh, fantasy basketball league with Carnell and the Rosie Z. I thought you were out. I thought you hated it and you didn't want any part of it. I did, and I didn't, and I did want out. (laughs) But now that it's like coming up again, I've like forgotten all of the bad parts of it. Interesting. And, I'm and you're just, back in. I'm vowing to be less. The thing that like was 
hard for me is how competitive I got. So I just need to relax. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You're going to set your lineups daily. You're going to check to see how many rebounds Cat got in a day game. I really should not do it. But every, <laughs> like they wanted to just redo the league, and everyone on the email was like, yeah, man. So I, didn't, I just didn't want to be like, Also, no. weren't there no stakes in that league? Like the uh, winner didn't get anything? There's I, no buy-in? There was no buy-in. There was no stakes. But I did have to take Jeff Rosenberg to a steak dinner, which I still haven't done. But that's you got to the finals and you own the steak? Yeah, it is kind of weird that it's just me. Like the stakes are if you go to the finals, you might have to pony up a $200 steak dinner. Yeah. And so it's better to finish in third? I guess rude. There should be a buy-in. And it definitely shouldn't the onus be on the loser of the finals. I have issues. I'll loop you into the email thread. Who's the commish? I need to talk to him. I realize that you are... Oh, it's Carnell. Good luck. Oh, shit. Um, He's yelling at me. You already responded to John George. Yeah, I made a joke. Will Fuller on the Texans, his full name is Will Fuller the Fifth. Interesting. Imagine being the fifth. That's got to be a record for athletes. The fifth? Yeah. There's no. There's no sixth out there. Yeah, are there? I, yeah, the fifth is a long line. Yeah, I don't even know any personal of the fifths. It is. It's kind of too bad. Even if I started now, I'd never live to see Jake the fifth. Do you have a a, a goal for this uh, fantasy basketball draft? A guy that you want now? I want. I want either um, Anthony Davis or LeBron. Good man. Yeah, I was gonna try to steer you into that, but since you're already there, no, I'm already there. I will say that LeBron seems to be hell bent on getting Anthony Davis bigger numbers this year. That's good. That's so if you had the choice between the two, it might be AD. Right. I don't, yeah, I I doubt that. I mean, I wouldn't choose LeBron over AD. And then what are your I thoughts on Kawhi on the Clippers with Paul George? Um, I think that would be, that'd be very solid as well. Um, I had Harden last year, which was really great. It feels Jesus. like this is like Harden's uh, do or die year and he's going to try really hard also. Do you see he added something to his game and the one thing he added is just uh taking a three-pointer off one leg. <laughs> so yeah. He worked all summer, and now he's got this like extra pirouette step back where he's just kind of shooting a layup from 35 feet. And does it, does it go in a lot? <laughs> in practice, it's gone in. I haven't seen one in preseason yet. But he's already good enough. He doesn't need to add another type of three to his game. Yeah, that's pretty... Wait, so it's... But it's Harden and Russ, right? Yeah, together again. So that's kind of interesting. I don't like... Does they might that... eat each other's numbers, Yeah. yeah. Because they're no longer like the only guy on their team. I want uh, what I, who I want is Van Vliet, FVV. Yeah, who might be, have a bigger role this year because Kawhi's not playing. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Enough fantasy advice. We'll come back with more questions, lightning round style. After this, hoorah! This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. 
Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. No, it's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. We got a great story uh, about Shia. Remember that story that someone sent in? Oh, that's right. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, according to this lady, ha- got some breaking news. Her friend works as a server at Bestia in LA, very close to HGHQ. So close, right around restaurant. the corner. Recently, Shia the Buff has been coming in a lot to have dinner by himself. It's a very nice, fancy, family-style restaurant. That's also incredibly hard to get a reservation <laughs> at. I guess not if you're Shia. Right. If Shia you're Shia, Shia you table. can just walk in. Shia gets the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my friend told me that he orders a ribeye every time he comes in and eats the whole thing, even though it's a steak meant to be shared and it's $135. So he's eating a lot of beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since he's been doing so so often, the wait and the kitchen staff have started calling him Shia the Beef. The joke has even come, the joke has finally come to life. Shia is the beef. He was the beef and forever will be the beef. LaBeouf is French for the beef, right? Yeah. So, so we didn't like, quite not even make like, that. We didn't make that joke. We but just we translated that. <laughs> yeah. LaBeouf eats LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia eating a fat ribeye Shia at the Bestia. the beef. The uh, joke that we came up with was changing it to Shia the bean at one point. <laughs> yeah. Let us know when he starts eating a plate full of beans. On the reg, on the rack. That really is insane, though. We should try to get a picture with him and uh, Jared, who played Mike Fink, a.k.a. (laughs) Shia Shia the the Beef. Beef. (laughs) Uh, Here's an interesting question. Tamir, whose screen name... er, Tamir, whose name is in Yankees, shout out to the Yankees. Yes, yes. Writes, Amir, can you talk about your Twitter persona? What goes into you tweeting something? And for Jake, why aren't you more active on the app? Mm-hmm. So let's start with your question since it's a faster one. Uh, I just haven't, I haven't like tweeted anything. Yeah. In Do you ever years. come up with jokes that you like? Oh, I wish I could tweet this, but I haven't tweeted in so long. Yeah, I believe I have. Like I have drafts. I don't know if there's anything new in my Twitter drafts. I will say because you tweet so infrequently, your tweets are seen more than like somebody who tweets often. So your tweets that are in your drafts will get better play. Right. No. Yeah. Hit me with a draft. I think, I feel like I've done this on the show, right? A- any new ones since then? Um, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Making you read tweets is very funny. Tweets that you are too embarrassed to post. Right, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like break the seal now. But I'm saying maybe right. we can this convince is, you. This is so bad. What, what is right. the last one you posted? What, was it recent? Um, Do you come up with them recently? No, I, the, the last, I think the one that we 
that uh, that we talked about was, do you think Ross from Friends ever gets Schwimmer's ear? Yeah, I like that one. And I'm not going to tweet that one. I think we talked about it on the podcast. I also have a, a draft that just says, what about me, period. <laughs> that's a good tweet, because that's the subtext of every tweet. Right, exactly. What about me? That's like the Anthony Jeselnik joke, the thoughts and prayers. Don't forget about me. Yes, that's right. I guess anything, I stole any, it from that. Anything else in there? Um you might be rich, but are you keels in the guest bathroom rich? <laughs> See, these are good stuff. Why are you sitting They're on not these? not good, you asshole. You're, you're teasing me. No. I tweet stuff that's much low barrier to entry than that. <laughs> I would. Uh, my Twitter persona is like, I have like a few, much like Jake and Amir episodes, I have a few styles. There's basketball jokes. There's Trump retweets. Right. There's I like one the Dear liners. Diaries. Yeah, the Dear Diaries. I don't have a specific persona, but if it makes me laugh, I'll usually post it. And if it doesn't do well, guess what? You can delete it. And who's going to call you out on that? Or if it doesn't do well, I like when you say, I'm serious. <laughs> That's when I want to retweet myself without having to actually retweet myself. Uh, I also, I like the... The insane, uh, the insane stories, like when you're, like you, you making up something that's currently, ha- like you live <laughs> tweeting script. something that's happening. Yeah, like a, oh my god, I'm hearing this couple and they're having this weird argument. <laughs> right. This is what they're talking about. The, okay, the whole entire wait staff just came out. <laughs> yeah, recently I said like now I'm chanting too. I would say this is a flash mob, but how'd they get me to do it? <laughs> yeah, that one's good. Yeah, it's. I think when you like ones, you chime in to my. Twitter threads. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You say, I hate this, or what are they doing now? (laughs) What did you recently respond to my tweet? I hate this. Oh, you, it was like a poll. (laughs) Yeah. What's more, what sparks more joy? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Seeing a blimp in the wild (laughs) when someone has your B day, finding $10 in your jeans, or a crisp high five. (laughs) And then somebody had a really funny response that goes, what do you mean by in the wild? <laughs> then I'm like, you know, like, and I send him a video of me seeing a blimp in the air. He's like, okay, got it. So you just mean seeing a blimp. Right. They're all in the wild. <laughs> but it is exciting. Guess, you look up and there's a blimp. I guess if you're at a, like an event, you expect the blimp. That's true. And I was just on a walk near Dodger Stadium. That's a blimp in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's near Dodger Stadium, it's not really. It's in its natural element. <laughs> I'm in the wild. <laughs> you're not I'm, that either. You're at Dodger Stadium. I'm attacking its airspace. So what can I get you to tweet something? Uh, what can you do to get me to tweet yeah, something? Yeah, the Keels one, for example, is a solid get. I, I would never. Why? I couldn't. I'm too nervous. <laughs> why, I'm too why does shy. it nerve wrack? <laughs> you're not that shy. Yeah. You have two podcasts with nine more on the way. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I just like... You post on Instagram. Yeah. Twitter just makes me... It's such a, like, it's such a swing. If I paid you cash, would you tweet that? Um, I guess if you gave me like a thousand dollars, you wouldn't tweet that for fifty dollars. Venmo to you? No way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I would. I, honestly, I I was afraid when I said a thousand that you're gonna pay me and I'd have to do it. <laughs> it's not. This is how much Keels should pay you for sponsored content, and you still wouldn't do it. Oh yeah, that's right. A thousand dollars to tweet. You might be rich, but are you keels in the guest bathroom rich? Yeah, I would never. That's funny. And it's weird because I read it on this podcast. Is it it's based all on the, the same people. Is that based on the keels conditioner I have in the shower that you've used in my home? Um, I, I know. I don't think it was. I feel like it was, it was based on like me wanting to get keels for my bathroom. Yeah. But being like, this is so expensive. It is nice. It is nice. And I recently have gotten it. And that would be my unsolicited <laughs> advice because it makes taking a shower nicer. Yeah. And it's it's expensive, but it also takes like six months to go through the bottle. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it does. It takes you a long time. Um, yeah. All right. So Mostly Soccer Podcast uh, asks, have either of you been following the Premier League this year? I've fallen off. pod is dead. I've also fallen off. Without the podcast, we're not as into it, invested. It's weird. I like look at the schedule sometimes just to see if there's any like games that I want to see. But I think it's also just been that I've been traveling a lot on the weekends. Right. And so Saturday mornings are less accessible to you. Yeah. But when, when, once I'm like settled in a little bit more, I, I definitely will watch. I have chosen my team. They are the Hotspurs. Yeah. I kind of, I'm torn between the Hotspurs and West Ham. And of course, those are fierce rivals and you're not supposed to root for both. When I, I'm going to London 
uh, this week. This podcast comes out this Monday. Mm-hmm. I will be in Manchester on Thursday night and lunch in London on Sunday. But no games. There, there's a there's like a Sorry, man- no matches. There's a Liverpool Man United game on Whoa. Sunday, and you leave Friday. I leave. It's it's in, in Manchester, Manchester, and I leave Sunday. It's it's on the day that I leave. Oh no! And Why then I'm stay? then I leave in I leave London. I'm in London only Sunday to Thursday, so I'm mis- there's no <laughs> games. And I'm so I'm devastated. Why I would you just stay in Manchester to watch the match? Because our show is on Sunday in London. Oh, I so have to can. be back. I was sure that there was going to be a match on Saturday. Most of the time they're on Saturday. Dang it! There I wanted to go to a. I really wanted to go to a game. Um, Irene Walton, homemade by Irene, real life friend, writes best hey. part of a chocolate chip cookie. That's, I mean, I don't feel like there's a best part, like, aside from the the chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, and I would say the cookie part. Well, I mean, it's the mix, but you do, like, if you see a chocolate chip cookie that is, like, really chippy, are you like, I don't want that, that's too much chocolate chips in this? I could say that, yeah. And I also don't like when they're not melted. Like, a melted chocolate chip is so much better to me than the hardened one. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. But I would also agree that, like, you probably can't make a chocolate chip cookie that has too many chocolate chips for me. And I is like it should be chippy. I rarely see the chocolate chip cookie without the chocolate chip. And is that the same thing as a sugar cookie, or is a sugar cookie separate from that? I think sugar cookie is a, def- is a different kind of thing. Yeah. So can you make a chocolate chip cookie without the chocolate chips? Yeah, my mom's done what's that before. what's it called? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let us know, Irene. Please. Uh, any other questions? Let's see. Who takes Amir to the vet? What's it like being friends with a chipmunk? A lot of chipmunk-related nice. questions. It's inspiring every single day that you, that that you are able to just get through life in a chipmunk body and a chipmunk face with a chipmunk attitude <laughs> uh, and just sort of blend in with society because I know that society isn't built for you it's not it wasn't designed for <laughs> a chipmunk yes and oh, i'm a man the fact that you get by i'm not it's pretty neat i don't think so it's pretty cool thank you um yeah no congratulations here's a nice question that i like alexis locksmith underscore of course writes favorite pasta shape oh that's a good one it is a good qu- oh my god and her twitter bio it look at that top pasta. image it's pasta in the same way that you have a cookie um yeah that okay i think i'm gonna go tagliatelle i like the thicker noodle thick broad and it usually comes with some sort of ragu yeah give me a fat noodle i want the fattest noodle i want the thickest noodle uh, i the want noodle my that fat she has skin. here is kind of like an elbow yeah that, like elbow macaroni yeah it's pretty good too like a pasta salad i really like uh i mean i'm a big annie's head so i, I like the shell if, but like if we're talking like a ta- like a big thick shell, a larger shell is really solid. That's nice. Um, what's your favorite kind of pasta sauce? <laughs> oh, we're talking sauce. We're talking sauce. Give me a bolognese. Really? Ox. You like beef? Meat. Wild like, boar ragu. Like duck ragu. You do like a ragu. <laughs> I do like a goo. I like the goo, and it's ideally rag based. Yeah. And I'm a cheese dude. I'm I'm liking. Uh, but I my absolute fave is vodka sauce. Vodka is the goat because you vodka get the sauce. tomato you get the cream mm-hmm. yeah. and does it taste like vodka a little bit or am i making that up no no it doesn't taste like vodka at all is there vodka in vodka sauce i think there is but i think like the alcohol part of it's like cooked off right like it's yeah, not you don't like, need an id to buy vodka sauce no you don't get drunk off of it maybe the og version had vodka and now the mass-produced kinds don't i don't know uh my but for my birthday this year i went to little italy with jill and micah and little italy like little one of those italy. classic italian yeah checkered tablecloth oh yeah Ham. white tablecloth ate outside bottle of shitty ass wine and a huge plate of pasta of pasta with vodka sauce and you carbo loaded it was amazing it was did so you feel good. disgusting after did you feel sluggish does it slow you down now that you don't have a lot of carbs um it didn't really i no not really i mean it i think it would i definitely felt full but i didn't feel like sick full right uh, and we also like took a long walk to get there. What are your thoughts on low-key gnocchi? I like gnocchi, but I tend to not order it. I would prefer to be with someone that gets it, and then I can have like two pieces. That's ideal to me. Okay, that's cool. 
Uh, best song right now, Karma Loves Coup. Dude, I kind of suck at listening to music right now. I'm You're not, not listening, listening to, to anything. Songs. I don't listen to shit. I'm a little behind, but I like Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. I see. Yeah, I don't listen to any pop music. Yeah, I you listen. didn't even know Old, Old Town Road when I brought it up to you recently. Yeah, and I think it's a problem because I, whenever I'm commuting, I only listen to podcasts. Yeah. I just listen to podcasts. I wonder now. if podcasts is affecting uh, top 40 music. I would think that it is, but maybe young people are just still listening to music. I, but I don't listen to any music. And when I listen to, if I like listen to Spotify at all, I listen to um, this like, uh, it's a playlist called Deep Focus. And it's mm. just like instrumental trancey music. That you want like, to be like in a music video or that, something. That like gets me into a flow state when I'm responding e- to emails. What's the goat soup to dip your nuts in? Asks Roundstone7. Um, I guess like, a te- like your actual ball sack? Yeah. To go into... Like you're from soup to nuts. Um. <laughs> to teabag. <laughs> a chowder. <laughs> I guess matzo ball soup because it sort of already has nuts in it. That's cool. I, I don't know what I would want. Balls are already there. Oh, a French onion soup because the melted cheese on top might prevent you from actually getting your nuts too wet. Yeah, but it's still really cheesy on the nuts. <laughs> what a sh- what a waste! It would be such it was such a hassle to clean soup off of your balls. Give me a thick chowder so that I don't have to completely penetrate the broth. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. You know, having a Roth IRA, I have a broth IRA, yeah. as in I invested my four hundred one cake. I have, have four hundred one cakes broth IRL, <laughs> and I dipped my balls in broth. Uh, how is Jeff going to deal with his owl problem, which is a reference to the last HeadGum video? Uh, I guess his house has an owl problem. If there's any issues with that, how would Jeff deal with it? I could imagine him killing an owl. Yeah. I mean, we already have on record him strangling a pigeon or two, I bet. Right. And in Jake and Amir universe, you killed an owl and say, who gives a shit? That's right. And I wear doves on my feet. Mm -hmm. So anything's in play. Uh, Headgum Battle Royale, who wins? Oh, who's like the strongest? Yeah. Who? Are we including all the podcasters? Oh. If that's the case, then Gabrus. You think Gabrus can beat up Billy? Mm, that's a good question. Billy's too nice. Well, Gabrus is really nice, too. That would probably be the last two people who were left standing. Yeah. I'd pay a lot of money to see them wrestle. Yeah, I wonder who wins. Because Gabrus is also powerful. Yeah. He's high and mighty, mm-hmm. but Billy's just shredded. Gabrus, I mean, Gabrus did like powerlifting, like Olympic style lifting. Yeah. And he plays rugby. That's true, but so did Billy. He played rugby in college. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I don't know. Weigh in. Actually, that could be your tweet, a Twitter poll. Who would win in a fight? They're both from Long Island. Yeah, so. see, but that's the kind of tweet that I could tweet because it's it's like vaguely promotional. Yeah, that's good. So I can't just Kiel's tweet one. a straight up joke. Do the Kiel's one and then add hashtag sponsored, hashtag ad at the end <laughs> <laughs> for bathrooms. Uh, all right, a few last really quick ones to lightning, go Lightning, lightning, lightning. Uh, 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 which alcoholic drink is best for someone who's dieting? And don't say water. I, vodka soda, vodka rocks. Yeah, it's yeah. usually like the non-wheat, non-carby ones. Vodka. Which, yeah. Isn't tequila also like fruit-based and not... Yeah, I think vodka and tequila are, are the better ones. You want the grain-free, the gluten-free. Uh, and I, I like drinking is one thing. It's I, For me, it was always like when you're drunk, the hangover, you end, you end up eating garbage. What's the goat fabric? Asks Chris Cudd. Um, modal? Modal, micro-modal. <laughs> Is there anything more goat than cotton? I like a dry fit. What do you mean a dry fit? Like the uh, like the, the Nike? Nike, yeah, workout gear. What what fabric is that? Oh, I kind of like fleece too. Oh yeah, to keep warm. A terry cloth. Terry cloth. Give me a nice tech fleece. French terry. Uh, did Amir actually go nude in the episode of Lonely and Horny with Ben Schwartz? I take my dick out and sort of play with it. Oh, are they asking if that's your actual penis? Yeah. No, that was a rubber penis that we got. Yeah, Olivia asked that. It was a very realistic looking But you dick. did go nude in the uh, Lonely and Horny episode where you're in VR, like jerking off into a VR thing. Yeah. 
That was actually my my D. <laughs> and then we made a mold of it to make the fake rubber dick. In right. The so you have seen his penis. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, last question. Isaac Bird writes, do y'all prefer a day in or a night out? Night out. Over day in. Yeah. I'll have to agree as much as I'd like to choose two different answers. A day out is I might prefer over a night out, though. Because yeah. day out leaves you feeling healthy at the end of it. A night out, not so much. I like a half and half for the day. Like, I like to do a bunch of errands or a bunch, like a little adventure in the morning or a hike. Yeah. And then come back and, like, have a relaxing Recharge. Afternoon. Recharge. Recharging your phone while taking a nap. Yeah. I also like cooking breakfast at home and, like, having coffee at home on a Sunday and then, like, going out in the afternoon. A half and half is really perfect. Okay. I, I think spending all day in is a little too much. But between those two, day in or night out. Night, night out, out every time. All right. Uh, okay. That's it. Try to answer as many questions as possible. If you have your own questions, generally you want to send them to if I were you show at gmail.com. That's also where you send uh, theme songs. We got a good one, but it was kind of long, so I'm going to leave it to the end right now. Uh, it is a, uh, a parody of You and I by Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. He's not a singer by trade, but would appreciate his old band's... Sh- Shout out for his old band's page, which is daysleeper1.bandcamp.com. Thank you, Richard Barlow. Thank you, Justin Gonsalves. Yeah, Gonsalves? Gonsalves. Gonsalves. And thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. For more If I Were You, of course, you could check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Please do. Ciao, everybody. Don't you worry there, my gullies. Your Patreon has all my money. But we have your podcast on the free. Jake's golden mic win streak improves. The turdy ism is to lose. And Crandis will not miss a single show. Let's give our advice from the chipmunk and the pinch as well. Let's give our advice to keep us out of the sticky. Hey, that would be swell. Let's give our advice to keep us out of trouble or a prison cell. If I were you, if I were you, if I were you. might be a bit confused and you might have a dime to lose if you fuck your friend's duck's mom's sister's aunt which one is it sale sal or sand you know you have to seize your cheese mom turn down the podcast please the pilot's being passed on by true tv low blow hell no Let's give our advice from the chipmunk and the pinch as well. Let's give our advice to keep us out of the sticky. Hey, that would be swell. Let's give our advice to keep us out of trouble or a prison cell. If I were you, if I were you, if I were you. Let's give out advice from the chipmunk and the pinch as well. Let's give out advice to get us out of the sticky. Hey, that would be swell. Let's give out advice to keep us out of trouble or a prison cell. If I were you, if I were you, if I were you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.